we can't just live in our privileged, safe, comfortable, powerful little bubble anymore. In doing that, we deny ourselves a full understanding of humanity. Welcome to How Do You Feel, a podcast with info and inspo to help you tune in to your fitness, nutrition, and mindset. I'm your host, Casey Zavaleta, and together we'll explore how we can optimize our physical and mental health so that we radiate positivity and happiness from the inside out. Welcome to How Do You Feel? In light of the conversations that are happening on social media, in my social circles, in my work environments, in my household, I didn't feel comfortable releasing my regularly scheduled podcast content this week. It is what feels like an unprecedented, uncomfortable, delicate, and very emotionally charged time. The conversations that are being had about racism and systemic racism and how we all play a role in racism in our society are challenging to listen to, to internalize. They're uncomfortable, but they are so important. This discomfort that we're sitting in, I believe is a good thing. Many of us are finally waking up to how our society treats people of color, to the privilege and the power that we have as white people and that we didn't choose, but we were given and therefore affect our lives every single day. It's uncomfortable to think about. I know that A lot of people have a lot of emotions that are coming up this week. There's a lot of guilt. There's a lot of shame. There's a lot of defensiveness. All of these things are normal, but it feels like what's happening is such a good thing because I hope that this charged conversation that's happening will continue. And I I do have faith that it will. I think that a lot of people are going to internalize this and I think it's going to lead to behavior change in an important way. At least I hope so. Personally, I'm very grateful for what's going on. I'm grateful that my eyes are being opened to different perspectives and people living alongside of me in my society have very different experiences and it's so important for us to realize that and understand that. I think for a lot of us who have people of color in our lives that we deeply care about, we feel very defensive about the concept that we might be racist. It's easy to get defensive. Defensiveness comes when you're uneducated, when you don't have all of the information, when you feel like you're exposed and you need to prove something about yourself, but that all comes from a place of ignorance. So it's very normal and very common. This week especially, like if you were called out for something 
language or an action or something that maybe that wasn't sensitive to the plight of the black population, often our first reaction is to get defensive and to put walls up and to prove why, no, I am a good person. We have to get over that. Defensiveness is going to block our ability to grow and block our ability to learn about these concepts that we really, really need to learn so much more about. Personally, I've learned a lot this week. I've learned about concepts that I should have known about before, but I'm glad that I'm learning about now. In the past, I hung my hat on the fact that if I have good intentions, if I mean well, then that's what really matters. And I think a lot of us live our lives under that shelter of an idea because it's safe and it's easy. In reality, your intention makes no difference. What matters is the impact that you're having on your society and the people around you. That's what I've learned this week and that's what I didn't know before. I thought that since I know my intentions and I know that I'm a good person and I know that I care about people of all colors, all races, all backgrounds, like I thought that just because I care about those people and I know my heart is good, that I was absolved of any responsibility about what's going on. And that's just not true. As a white person, I am playing a role because I've been awarded this privilege and power. So if in choosing not to deliberately take action about issues of color and choosing not to be really careful about the language that I'm using and stand up for when someone uses language that isn't appropriate, like in not doing those things, I'm essentially using my power to allow them to continue. It's a really new concept for me, but I think it's one that is really important for white people to internalize. After this week, I feel uncomfortable. I feel a little bit drained. I feel a little bit shameful, a little bit discouraged. I debated back and forth so much this week about what I was going to do with this podcast episode. I am by no means an authority on this subject. This is a subject that is not one that I'm comfortable talking talking about and I already feel myself fumbling over like finding the right words and not wanting to offend anyone and wanting to say the right thing. But the reason that I'm talking about this this week is because I believe that we all need to share our story and what we're going through right now. I think being open about it, I think stumbling through and learning from that is important. I still obviously have so much to learn. Learning is one of those things that never ends, that we do it for a lifetime in any area. So I'm still a baby at this, so it's very scary and it feels very exposed to come on the microphone and talk about this but I just feel like I owe it to the listeners to tell you my perspective when I was talking about coming on the mic and talking about this with someone they asked me are you afraid to talk about an issue that's so polarizing 
It was an interesting question and I sat back to reflect and I realized, no, I'm actually not afraid at all. What I try to do on this podcast every single week is tell you guys how I really feel and the things that I'm passionate about and maybe aren't the most popular opinion, like those are the things that I want to talk about. Those are the things that I want to share. And even if it resonates with one person and it doesn't resonate with 10, I feel so much better knowing that I've stayed true to my heart and myself and I've stood up for what I believe in and at the end of the day, I want that one person that cares about that and wants to listen and I don't care about the 10 others that feel like it's a polarizing or a scary topic to talk about. Right now, I'm uncomfortable because I'm sitting in a decent amount of guilt over not educating myself enough up to this point, over not taking any action up to this point, over not having these issues of race in the forefront of my mind as I'm in social situations, as I think about the way that our communities are built, especially back home in the U.S., not thinking about these issues enough is making me feel guilty right now. Social media is also making me extremely uncomfortable at this point because I am someone that's pretty active on social media. And obviously this week it felt inappropriate to use my platform to talk about the things that I normally do, which are my workouts and mindsets and health and fitness. But at the same time, It was hard to share anything on social, similarly to why it's hard to come on the microphone and talk about this right now, because this is all challenging to talk about. And I felt a little bit of a pressure to post enough about racism and about the riots and about the protests and in support. But I don't know, social media is a very weird space right now. And I just caution anyone who has a social media account right now Don't do it as a performance. It's so hard and I don't even know if, I mean, it takes such internal awareness and reflection to understand if you're posting something to look good or because it's something that you really believe in. Like that's something that I question all the time. But think, in three weeks when this isn't popular to talk about, when it's not the thing to do on social media. Are you still going to be posting those types of posts, calling for racial justice, supporting the black community, supporting people of color, bringing up these really important issues? If your answer is yes, then great, post away. But really think about it because I think that it's a very inappropriate use of social media right now to do it just to look good. And I don't know. I don't want to assume that that's what anyone's doing, but I just have this weird feeling deep down that that's probably the case for some. So it'll be interesting to see how things pan out and who continues the conversation over the coming weeks and months and years and who lets it fizzle out because it's not popular anymore. I have never overthought my words and actions and posts more than I have this week. I'm normally not someone who sits there and debates back and forth about, should I say this? Should I not say this? What words are okay? What aren't? But this week, that's been my reality. 
it's hard. It feels weird. It's a little bit draining and a little bit taxing. But I guess the thing that I can be thankful for is that that means that I'm growing because that means that I'm entering into a world that I don't know very much about and that I have a lot to discover about what should be said and then therefore what I want to say and how I want to use my voice. So it's going to be quite a learning process for me, for sure. Maybe the thing that is the hardest to do and that makes me the most uncomfortable is truly, in my mind, taking responsibility for my inaction in the past. Taking responsibility for not standing up in moments when I could have stood up, for not using my power in any way to help people of color. It's hard to realize that and to take full responsibility that I didn't do something in the past. Again, hopefully that propels me forward and now I learn how I can and I can turn that into using my privilege and my power to do something that's helpful and that moves the needle forward in this area. Of course, it's one thing to talk about all of these issues, which I think it is a good thing to be having these conversations and to be having the uncomfortable situations, to be holding space to talk about how we feel about everything, about what we're learning. But it's also important to start changing some things and start taking some action in your life. Personally, where I'm starting is with education. I'm starting by listening to webinars, by following accounts of people of color, by listening to podcasts, audiobooks, reading, just gaining information so that I understand the overarching concepts. So I understand what prejudice and privilege and power mean. What I understand what white fragility is, what colonialism is, how these things have affected our world for hundreds and hundreds of years. You have to know or else it's impossible to form a really grounded, full opinion about what's going on. And you can't really understand where you stand unless you understand the history and you listen and learn all the information that you can. So that's where I'm starting. In the future, my personal goal is to have these issues at the forefront of my mind as I navigate the world. I want to be thinking about perspectives other than my own How is this person who's different than me seeing this situation? I want to have those things in my mind because in the past I haven't. I feel like I've been very narrow-minded about what my perspective is and assuming that that's others, but obviously that's not the case at all. So I want to understand others' perspectives more. I want to use my words and actions in a way that is anti-racist not even just non-racist. Like, it's not enough as a white person to just be not racist. We have to be anti-racist. So I want to learn to use my words and therefore use my actions in a way that is anti-racist, in a way that promotes equality and justice. And I think that there's a lot of opportunity in the fitness industry to do that. And there's also a ton of opportunity in the nutrition industry to do that as well. I read a stat that 
something like 1% of diet registered dietitians are people of color. That is an industry that needs to diversify. I'm also just starting to scratch the surface on learning and understanding how diet culture perpetuates racism and the link there. It's not something I feel like I can speak to well yet, but there are definitely ties and you can see it in the fact that the nutrition world is not diverse at all. I also want to, moving forward, make more of an effort to diversify my guests. I want to bring on more people of color who can talk about not only issues on racism, which I do hope to do that, but who can talk about fitness and nutrition and health and wellness from their perspective because we need to start hearing, listening, and understanding these things from other perspectives. One of the biggest determinants of health is feeling a sense of belonging, feeling a sense of purpose, and feeling a sense of control over your life and your situation. Systemic discrimination is one of the biggest contributors to poor long-term health. Mortality rates are higher in communities that experience discrimination on a regular basis. Like we get so caught up in our workout routine, in what we're eating, in all of these wellness things. And we fail to realize that there are basic human needs, emotional needs, mental needs, needs to be connected to communities and feel a sense of worth in the world that you live in. Those things are way more important when it comes to long-term health outcomes than these little things that we worry about so much and as far as fitness and nutrition are concerned. Of course, there are many communities of people that experience discrimination. This is not exclusively a black situation. People of all races, different genders, body sizes, different attractiveness, like we discriminate against many, many different groups of people. So as I think about this and as I learn specifically about racism against black people, I also think about Am I thinking about and understanding the perspectives and the situations that all people are in, all people that are different from me? It's a very overwhelming thing to think about. It definitely makes your brain feel a little bit crazy to try to understand that. But I think that's where we need to get to. We need to value and listen to and understand people of all races, colors, genders, ages, shapes, sizes, ability levels, everything. Like that's where as humans we need to get to. That's where I hope to get to. When you think about that and how much work there is to be done in our society and especially in the U.S., it can feel a little bit discouraging. And I've definitely hit those points this week where I'm like, Shit, what's the point? Like, can we ever really get there? 
But that's a dangerous way to think because if I start thinking that way, then I will get passive and I won't choose to take action because I won't see the point of my action and my words when in reality, what I'm learning is that does matter. So I'm choosing not to think that way. I'm choosing instead to do everything I can and feel confident in doing everything I can. And like I said, it's going to be a process. It's not like tomorrow I'm going to wake up and all of a sudden I'm going to be making a huge difference in our racist society. But I can still take action. I can learn. I can do what I can. We can't just live in our privileged, safe, comfortable, powerful little bubble anymore. In doing that, we deny ourselves a full understanding of humanity. And in doing that, we deny ourselves a full expression of our own humanity. It's only in understanding the diverse traits of humans that we understand what it even means to be human. Like I am not the only version of a human being. I am one small version and then there are a million other perspectives beyond mine. And if I can learn from and try to understand those million other versions, my greater understanding of the human experience is so much fuller and so much more. That's why this work is important. That's why we need to be learning. I've talked a little bit more and a little bit longer than I thought I would. I thought I was just going to hop on here and speak for five minutes about this stuff, but it is really important and I wanted to share all of my thoughts with you. I very, very much encourage everyone who normally listens to this podcast to go listen to a podcast from a person of color this week. Go listen to a webinar or give someone a follow or watch an IGTV video. Do something where you listen to and just fully listen and absorb and try to understand what that person is saying without layering in your own defensiveness or your own lens or your own perspective or your own whiteness. Like try to just be the most neutral listener And that's step one of you taking action in this area, and you can feel really good about that. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. I know this was quite a diversion from the normal episode that How Do You Feel releases, but it just felt appropriate to think about and talk about this week because it's really been weighing on me a lot, and I wouldn't have felt right if I didn't come on here and talk about racism. The last thing I'll say is that this can all feel very heavy and I think there's a lot of pressure on white people right now to do all the things and learn all the things all at once and it it feels like a lot. So be easy on yourself. Do what you can, learn and listen, but also give yourself time and space for reflection and realize that this isn't a sprint. This is a marathon. Now that we're awakened to these concepts, this is something that we're going to be learning about and speaking about for the rest of our lives, hopefully. That's my goal. That's my intention. So be easy on yourself. Make sure that you're taking the time and space that you need to reflect and sort through your own emotions as well.
Okay, everyone, I hope that you have a great week. As always, thank you for listening to the podcast. Be on the lookout for the next episode of How Do You Feel coming out next Monday morning. As always, you can find the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and any other podcast platform that you like to listen to. If you're interested in following me on Instagram to learn more about what's going on in my life and my coaching, then you can follow me at KCMZav on Instagram. Okay, guys, I think that's all I have for you. Make sure that you get out there and do something that makes you feel good today.